You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hour number two, it's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, serving Calgary in southern Alberta since 1992. They got you covered for everything basement tea. Your chance to qualify for a $500 gift card at our friends from the Charm Diamond Centers. Also, your chance to win four VIP tickets to the Great Outdoors Comedy Festival Sunday, August 27th. Nazem Kadri had that big hit by Jacob Truba on Monday night, and he told our Eric Francis he, quote, took it like a man. For you to qualify for the $500 gift card we have to draw tomorrow, or to win the VIP tickets, the four VIP tickets to the Great Comedy Festival, we're asking you at 960-960, when's the last time you, quote, took it like a man? At the bottom of the hour, two, some of these texts are great already. Bottom of the hour, two, um, we're doing Best Bets, brought to you by Sports Select. We're doing the best segment in Canadian Radio Brody on the beat, and we're going to do the snow show with Matt Rose. Busy, busy, busy hour. But first, our man, NHL insider from Daily Faceoff, Frank Cervalli, brought to you by our good friends, at South Trail Chrysler. With inventory shortages across the city, it's the perfect time to sell your vehicle for cash. Visit SouthTrailChrysler.com. Frank Saravalli joins us. Frank, good morning. How are you? What is going on? Uh, are you at home or are you going to the Super Bowl? Because that's the that's essentially what I was dying to ask you all week. I'm at home, but I'm leaving for the Super Bowl on Friday night. You're a stud. You're a total stud. I can't even tell you how jacked I am. Like, this is... I don't, I'm not like a super fan or anything like that, but to have tickets land in your lap, like quite literally. And then I actually physically received them yesterday and put them on my phone. Row seven, 40 yard line. Are you kidding me? I like literally my mind exploded when I opened it. Those tickets are like north of 10 gur. (laughs) They were free, free free.com, free 99. Like it was unbelievable. Like I'm literally... I, and I actually got my hotel there on points. Like, I, all I had to do was pay for the flight. Oh, mate, what? Like, you're not going to end up in some weird situation after the game, are you, Frank? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting in, inducted into the Illuminati, and yeah. I'm you're never going to talk all right. to again. So, like, Jay-Z and Beyonce are going to be waiting for you oh, at this crazy God. door, and then you're going to have to be, like, initiated or something? You're really? Like, you're not going to get, have, you're not gonna get today, picked hey? up by a... Like, Scientology is not going to grab you after the game, are they? Is that going to happen? I mean, they might. Uh, yeah. They got a couple people because it's going to take a lot to lift me up. You know, <laughs> like this all sounds way too good to be true, Frank. I'm not going to lie. I, I agree. I don't know what's going to happen to me. Bad things are going to happen in the future. If okay. Well, what did you trade to get this? Yeah, exactly. Wake up in a tub full of ice on yeah, Monday. With a kidney missing? Kidney like, I don't know. Missing. Who knows? But knowing Whatever. Frank, you probably wouldn't want his kidney. Anyway. Yeah, like, again, you probably wouldn't want one of those. Hey, listen, he did dry January. Okay. It I might. It. Yeah, it might be relatively healed since then. So, uh, in the NHL, Frank, can you give us a comparable to how people love the Eagles in Philadelphia and how they live and breathe that football team. What's the NHL market that's close to how they feel about the Eagles in Philadelphia? Probably the Montreal Canadiens or mm. the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think that's no, fair. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna turn the knife in Calgary, but it just is a little different in Edmonton. It feels like. Yeah, because there's a lot of people from other there's places. Nothing to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's I wasn't going to say it. Yeah, no, you're right. There is nothing. Well, you can wear sweatpants and uh, sweatpants and dress shoes, but yeah. 
But you're right about Mon- there's lots to do in Montreal. But you're right; yes. it's ingrained into the. It's religion. It, yeah, it, it and literally. That, is. That's really the way. That's the only yeah. thing I can compare it to when you live in Philly. Like it's Eagles way up at the top, and then a very distant second is the Phillies, mm-hmm. then the Sixers, then the Flyers. Like in Montreal, and again, there is a feeling in this city too, especially when you're downtown when when it's a game night and the Flames are playing. But in Montreal, it's just a different vibe. You feel it in the air that like the Habs are playing that night at home. It just has a different feel in Montreal. And there's, I mean, like who's kidding who too? There's a certain um, je ne sais quoi yes. about uh, it being in French as well. Um, I have to ask you this too, Frank. Um, watching that just enormous blockbuster night the NBA had with Kevin Durant, um, it's already impossible enough to make trades in the NHL with this hard salary cap. Why do the players have these no trade lists? And I know it was collectively bargained, and I understand that. But the league did get them on escrow and the hard cap, and I guess this is a little bit of a bone. But isn't that something the next negotiation the league should maybe think about saying, we shouldn't be doing this because player movement and trades are good for our league and good for the product? Honestly, you would think that that would be the case, that <laughs> the league would, would think in that manner. If they really did, they would have negotiated this last CBA coming out of the pandemic a bit differently. Instead, they were so focused on the owners getting repaid their money that it didn't matter. We don't care who likes it or, or for how long or, or when, really, is, is basically the message with each resulting lockout or work stoppage that's been in place since 2004 It doesn't really matter. The league cares about stuffing owners' pockets with money, which is their job, and they care about trying to generate as much revenue as possible while most importantly, doing everything they can to help franchise values skyrocket. And that's it. They don't care about player movement or great TV ratings or any of those other things because that's their focus is above all else, making sure that their owner's pockets are lined. And that's because that's a function of that's who they work for. In this sport, it's different than seemingly every other sport, which is the league at, in the NHL, they work for the owners. But in the other sports, specifically the NFL and uh, certainly in the NBA, the owners get in line for the league. And that's the big difference. It's been intriguing to watch as far as, you know, that's one of the biggest players that we've ever seen. He's been dealt multiple times. Like, I guess Kane and, and Taves are the next kind of superstars that I look at as we could see them dealt this year. But do you see a situation where we get to a point where a McDavid, a Matthews, someone of that caliber ends up getting traded? I mean, maybe eventually. I, I just, it's not elite superstar franchise players are so incredibly difficult to find that. And I think that the biggest difference is when you look at the NBA, they listen to these star players. Like if if one of them, uh, Durant, go down the list, raises their hand and says, I want out, they oblige and make it happen. Like it, it, and it happens fast. If, If one of these players, you know, at the NHL level, that's a direct comparable, you know, first off, they'd never say it publicly. And second, it would linger on for so long that 
everyone just gets exhausted. Like, how long has Jacob Chikrin had a standing trade request from the Arizona Coyotes? He's not at that level, but right. the interest and intrigue has been there for a while. It's a it's calendar year plus. So how long is this going to take? Mm-hmm. Is everyone going to fall asleep first? How many people are, aren't going to be on the planet anymore before Jacob Chikrin gets traded? I mean, it's just to, to think that we could get to a level where you're going to see someone like McDavid or Dreisaitl or Matthews eventually swapped. Like if, if anything, it's going to happen in free agency where they just reach the end of their contract and say, thank you, but I'm parting ways. Yeah. Um, Frank Saravalli joining us here. INHL insider for South Trail Chrysler on the big show, Wrestling and Row, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. A uh, lot of chatter, a lot of noise that Luke Shen's name, potentially the Calgary Flames would be interested in. Are you hearing the same thing? Yeah, I've heard, uh, and, and a couple weeks ago when I did my Calgary Flames trade deadline playbook on dailyfaceoff.com, I had listed Luke Shen as a potential target. Um, he's someone that um, I think there's a real affinity from, from Daryl Sutter and appreciation for the way that he plays. Um, I think the acquisition cost is not going to be exorbitant. And I think the biggest question is outside of, a, a deal of, of that potential magnitude, how big of a buyer are the Flames going to be? That's the question I think they're asking themselves right now. Just because you went down the track last summer and made some enormous moves and spent a lot of money, the way this season has unfolded doesn't mean you necessarily throw good money after bad or good assets after bad for a team that yeah, I think if they are able to get in, can do damage in the playoffs. But right now, as constituted, like how many blown third period leads have there been? Mm. How many nights where it looks like Jacob Markstrom just doesn't have it, where the chemistry just isn't there, that something's off. And I don't know what it is, but you know, to be that aggressive again this time around, I could certainly see a case to make at least where you'd say, just because you did X doesn't mean you necessarily follow and do Y at the deadline and go all in and push all your chips to the middle because I don't know that that's the best asset management. And so that's what they're asking themselves. Uh, I know that uh, Timo Meyer is one of the prized uh, players here at the deadline, but I wanted to ask you a name that's been always kind of sort of connected to Calgary. It's Montreal's Josh Anderson. If the Habs are willing to take back some money, and why wouldn't they? Because now they're going to be getting in full tank mode here with about 30 games to go to really get into these Connor uh, Bedard sweepstakes. Is that potentially something you could see the Habs and Flames getting together on? I mean, I, I think he's sort of a perfect stylistic fit. Like you, when you think of a Brad Tree Living team and how they play um, and how he wants them to play, they're, they're going to have an edge, they're going to have size, they're going to be physical, there's going to be power. Josh Anderson is all of those things, plus he has the ability to score 20 goals pretty consistently. And so the, the problem is that teams have been after Josh Anderson for a long time. Like I've checked in on Montreal Canadian sources repeatedly about Anderson, and they say, you would not believe some of the things that we've turned down in offers for Josh Anderson. I say, well, why is that? They see all the same things. They're a believer. They like him. And he's making five and a half a year for the next four seasons. 
that they they don't think their rebuild is going to take all that long to finally get to where they want to get to. The question is, what will Anderson's body look like by then? And what kind of contributor will he be to your team at that point in time? So that's, um, that's what they have to juggle and weigh. But for the most part, they really like Josh Anderson and, and don't really see any reason to part with him. How important is cost certainty tied to players like Josh Anderson getting now in the NHL when it comes to managing your salary cap? Enormous. I can't, I'd love to quantify it and put a number on it, but it's such a big part of the transaction. You've got your cap situation mapped out. It's, it's why Timo Meyer for as good of a player as he is and as crazy as it sounds his trade value is significantly diminished because of what you have to pay on the other end of it. That qualifying offer is so big that if you don't come with the goods right away, he's able to walk in free agency this summer. You you have to pony up a one-year $10 million deal at minimum or negotiate a contract extension below that that's suitable to him and that's hard to do. You, you go into that with the unknown. So you look at Anderson and you say, well, yeah, he might be maybe a little bit older than uh, we'd like to acquire or whatever it is that you look at it. But you say, geez, five and a half million bucks for four years. That's that perfectly fits for what he provides. Like he's already sort of hitting that value. And we know we have it for the next four years as the cap's going up. I believe three and a half million bucks this summer. And then beyond that, we could be at a hundred million dollar cap in it before Josh Anderson's contract is up. And all of a sudden, Josh Anderson. So when he signed this current contract, he was at six seven five percent of the cap. By then, he'd be at five five. So it's a deal that just keeps getting better and better. So a lot of attention on a couple of Central Division teams: the St. Louis Blues with Ryan O'Reilly and Vladimir Tarasenko as pending UFA's, and of course the Blackhawks with Kane and Taves out UFA's after the end of this year. Um, I'll start with Chicago. What is the latest that you're hearing on these two, and, and when things might start to get rolling? Yeah, it hasn't gotten rolling yet. Everyone's antsy because they want the answers. I think Kane and Taves probably want some answers as well. Um, Nothing quite new there yet. I think the next five to 10 days are going to be enormous for that. Not real rocket science, but those two sides are expected to talk and, and they're expected to let teams know about 10 days before the deadline so that they can properly prepare themselves and, and make necessary offers if there are going to be any. So um, that's the status on the Kane and Taves front with regards to the St. Louis Blues they're ready to rumble. Like they've, they, they're ready to move guys. They're ready to make changes to their team. They know that they're likely not going to be a playoff team this year. The math doesn't work in their favor. They're out of it and they want to harvest assets. And what's most exciting about St. Louis is this isn't a rebuild. This is, we're going to gobble up all the assets that we can get and we're going to take them and we're going to trade them this summer and make our team better immediately. They've got Cairo and Thomas and, uh, that group, Tory Krug on the back end, like they're ready to go. They want to reshape things on the fly and do it as quick as possible. And that means Ryan O'Reilly, thank you for the Conn Smythe trophy and your time here. It's been unbelievable, but we're very likely moving in a different direction. Well, in St. Louis too, those are the UFAs, but 
Shen signed for five plus years. Kairu and Thomas, we know they just signed the new deals. So they're not really part of the question. But Brandon Saad's got four more years. Their entire blue line signed long term. Jordan Bennington's got a long term deal. You don't see any of the long term contracts being dealt to kind of go hand in hand with what you mentioned as far as them trying to maybe aggressively retool. No, I look, they investigated the Jordan Bennington situation last year while they still had Billy Huso. They were kind of like, if we can move on from Bennington, we'd love to do it and keep Huso instead that they didn't get any takers on Bennington. And as far as the rest of their blue line, like maybe they would potentially uh, investigate or, or um, have a conversation about Colton Pareko, I think, but short of that, I think they're very comfortable with Braden Shen. Um, I, I don't know how much interest there would be in Brandon Saad, although that cap, and cost certainty at four and a half is he's he's fine he's playing to that level but other than that they 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 actually like the core components of their team what they're trying to do with Kairu and thomas taking over with those 8.125 million dollar twin deals kicking in next season is sort of turn over the roster from the tarasenko o'reilly core to those guys and that's not always an easy transition to make it's not always seamless and you end up with a year like this where last year they had 109 points and this year they're going to miss the playoffs. Um, Frank, after March 3rd, uh, let's play fill in the blank. Eric Carlson is playing for the San Jose Sharks. <laughs> because Love. it's impossible to move him? Eric Carlson on July 2nd will be playing for the San Jose Sharks. And okay. Eric Carlson on March 4th, 2024, will okay. be playing for the San Jose Sharks. And Eric Carlson will be playing there until I'm in a nursing home. <laughs> okay. Is that... I, no, I'm just I, – I that's the last part I'm not sure about. That would be pretty amazing if he's well, playing well, when I'm still in a nursing home. But Well, yeah. Or, uh, I'd or, be impressed or, that he was still or, in San or, Jose, Or, Frank, too. your health is really taking a turn for the worse. <laughs> Maybe I look. I mean, look how look well, how poorly I've aged to this point. Like uh, I'm like Tom Hanks from Big. Like I, at some point, <laughs> I'm just gonna. It, it's like, oh well, he's just yeah. Okay, Alzheimer's no, hit at the age of 42. That's I've always, oh I've always wanted to ask you this because you, you, your skin looks good. You 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 look like a youthful man. It's just you're you're a silver fox. That what you are. When did you start going gray? Like when did that happen? Eighteen. Oh my god! Really? Did yeah. you think like there was something wrong with you? <laughs> Were you, what did well, you I, I naturally always, and I'm like, yeah, there's something wrong with me. <laughs> no, but no. um, yeah, okay, yeah, but I mean, like, it's a, it's 18? actually a family. It's a hereditary thing. Like okay. my grandparents all went, like they've been like Snow White as long as I've ever oh. known them. They've been super gray since 18. then. So, hey, you know what? You don't pick it. I'm glad to have hair. Um, yeah, yeah. I could probably do something about the 90 pounds that I'm overweight and work on that, and then go from there and maybe that'll just make me look a tad younger. Maybe by then when I'm 50, I'll look as same as I did when I was 30. That would be good. Um, Cause you're Eric right. Carlson the skin was... is, the skin is not bad. Yeah. Like I said, you, you're a youthful guy. Like again, you should over, maybe really oversell your age too. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm 60 and be like, wow, you look great for 60. <laughs> you did you know, know what sounds funny? Like mm. we, we joke about it, but it's actually like the gray hair has significantly helped me in my career. <laughs> Really? And I don't mean from a TV perspective. I mean, because when I was 25 and in my fourth season covering the Flyers, like people weren't giving me a hard, like when I walked into that locker room, no one was like, who is this kid? Mm. Like everyone was like, oh, this guy's been here for a bit. Like I, like, <laughs> I could have a conversation with this guy.
Did you ever um did you ever contemplate doing a Jim Benning dye job and just no. showing up completely like jet black hair? Sweating down the eyebrows? Yeah. Jet, jet black Jimmy? No, yeah. um I I was uh my mom was on me for years, like, oh you gotta do something about that. Like, come on, dye your hair. And I'm like, are are you kidding me? Like I've been on TV for like a long time now, like what am I going to do? Show up tomorrow and all of a sudden don't have any more gray hair? Like how how like exactly you, is that going to work? Like you show up and you have like fire engine red hair? That'd be <laughs> awesome. I, I have a buddy who tells this story and I don't know. You guys would have to go back and look at the pictures. But uh, Nashville Predators GM David Poyle also used to have like snow white gray hair back in the 1980s while he was the manager of the Capitals. Mm. And I have a friend who he tells this story. He's like, yeah, I... Uh, I picked him up at the airport one day and he got in the car and all of a sudden his hair was just brown. He's like, I I look at him. He's like, do you want to talk about this? And he's just like, Nope, let's, let's keep going. And so since then, David Poyle still brown hair. Wow. Yeah. There you go. It's a fair point. Like if Ryan Leslie showed up on the broadcast today and he had a a nice like comb over, I'd be like, well, this is come on now. That's strange. Yeah. Like who's kidding who here? Like just accept what you are and let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Because it looks worse when you try to cover it up. or And again, we're all a little vain. Can... Like, there, there is a little bit of vanity in all of us. But yeah, like, it looks like, like Jacques Lemaire. Like, if the wind was blowing, his hair would be like four <laughs> meters high back in the day. Like, the best comb over in the history of NHL coaches. Look, you, we're only given a certain amount to work with here. It's true. And uh, this is all I got. So I'm not going to try but and pretend. Were you at the otherwise. draft when Jim Benning did show up with his jet black hair? I was, know? and we, and I was like, it that was stunning. Is, it was spectacular. Yeah, it was. Like it had to be, because you're like, wow, like. Good he, and he good. is seriously the nicest guy on the planet. Like you wouldn't even joke about it because he's that nice. Wow. Hey, good for him. If it made him feel good, uh, feel good, look good, play good, GM good, yeah. Good. Be, is that well, mm, yeah. Eh. Well, yeah. He was. No, they're doing a better time. job without him in Vancouver right now. What? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say that either. Uh, Frank, uh, we're all super jealous. Uh, maybe we'll see you on the broadcast. Um, yeah, I like how you did that. Super jealous. Yeah, I want to see you like you're throwing batteries again, or uh, like uh, flipping the bird at Patrick Mahomes. That's what I want to see yeah, Frank like doing be on Philly, the broadcast. Be Philly. be Philly. But well, I like see. Here's the thing. Like when I talk to managers or agents around the league, they're always like, "You are Philly." Like I don't even need to be Philly. Like the stuff that comes out of my mouth, they're yeah. like, "What is wrong with you?" But again, I know your Super Bowl uh, trip seems too good to be true, and I hope everything is is actually true. Yeah, and uh, enjoy the game, and best of luck uh, to your Eagles on Sunday. Thanks, guys. Talk to you next week. All right, there's Frank Cervalli, brought to you by South Trail Chrysler, with inventory shortages across the city. It's the perfect time to sell your vehicle for cash. Visit SouthTrailChrysler.com. Why did you do that? What, a good radio read? What's wrong with Why that? Why did you change to radio read voice for the first Why time the entire time I've known you? Why not? Midway through that read. Why not? What is that? Don't you, look I, at me like I'm that. Gonna do, I'm going to do, do, the, do the sports select read, too, okay. like that. Do it. I'm going to do like big voice or big announcer voice or guy thing. <laughs> yeah, sure. You're doing a really good job, George. Um... We got lots to do here on this segment. Heaps. Okay. So at the top of the hour, our man, the franchise, Eric Francis, covers the flame sports net. There's no introduction needed. Uh, what I want to get from Eric is what's irking Eric is going to be a recurring theme on this show. What's what's grinding the gears? Yeah. What's in his craw? You like, know? I want to, I want, because you can tune into his show and you can tune into Lou in the afternoon. 
I want to get like life lessons from Lou, and I want to get what's irking Eric from the franchise on our show. I like those because I like to peel, you know, the the orange, the onion, you know, peel away some of the layers and get to the goodness. Yeah, like Shrek. Yeah, and then Ross Tucker um, from the Ross Tucker podcast, Ross Tucker betting podcast, Westwood One, CBS Sports, and myfrontpagestory.com is going to join us at eight thirty. Tee up the Super Bowl, but straight ahead and your chance to win stuff. We'll do that after the break. Uh, we're going to do our best bets. We're going to do Brody on the beat, and we're going to do the snow show, jam packed show Thursday. Serious business, big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Hey, it's Haley Salvian from The Athletic. For a look at the latest on your Calgary Flames and NHL news, go click and subscribe to the Hockey Central 960 podcast. While you're there, please rate and review the show. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Um, we're giving you a chance right now. Well, 960, 960, name and location. You can get four VIP tickets for Sunday, August 27th, the Great Outdoors Comedy Festival. And your chance to qualify, we'll do the draw tomorrow, for a $500 gift card to Charm Diamond Centers. Very easy. Nazem Kadri got blown up by Jacob Truba on Monday night. Uh huh. Had an interview with our pal Eric Francis, who's coming up at the top of the hour. Love it. That he took it like a man. Love it. Um, when's the last time you took it like a man? <laughs> These texts are very good. 960, 960, name and location. Can I give you a quick story when the last time I took it like a man? Sure. Uh, driving to work in 2019, it was May. It was raining on the Queen Elizabeth Way from Niagara to Toronto. I was going into work, and I was stopped in traffic, and I was talking to the current girlfriend at the time on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking in my rearview mirror, stopped in traffic, and this minivan is going probably about 80 kilometers an hour, mm. and I'm at a dead stop, and they're like, oh, and I go to her, I go, I'm about to get into an accident. She's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yep, I'm about to get, and then sure enough, just get absolutely crushed from behind. Really? Totaled my car, and it hit me so hard, and I, and I always leave space. I plowed into the front person in front of me. Yeah. She was charged with careless driving, whatever, okay. but that's the last time I took it like a man, because I'm like, okay, I'm about to get into an accident, Held on to my steering wheel real tight and just get absolutely smoked from behind. Yeah. Yeah. I like I think that the definition here of like taking it like a man is when you know things are down bad and you just gotta kind of fight through it and and expect that the light is going to appear at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. For me, it was just after the holidays. I had just an awful stomach bug that basically crippled me around the, the bathroom floor for like 14 hours. And I think it took it like a man because I got a bottle of Pedialyte mm. and mm. I just battled through for 24 hours and was able to well, uh, come th- around and, and actually be able to go and, and cover the flames the next night. Um, actually, what we should be doing is uh, you took it like a person. All right, NFL big bets right now. No, that we we would do that in Toronto, but not oh. here. We don't do that here. Ah, no. Kadri said he took it like a man. How did you quote take it like a man? Nine sixty nine sixty. Name and location. It. I, I'm not even uh, even our our lady listeners because I'm sure we have millions. Um, they could even text in nine sixty nine sixty name and location. We're cool with that too. I'm sure they've done many things that are much tougher than yeah. the two things that you and I have just described. Yeah, in, in, <laughs> probably including if they've given birth. Mm. Oh well, that. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's an easy like one. Giving birth kidney stone, it's the same thing. All right. You are a fool for <laughs> saying that a lot. It's the same thing. Um, Flip that. I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. 
Just, well, just like having a baby, <laughs> just like having a puppy anyway. It's the you same know, thing. It's okay, your choice. You know, right. Can we just do the next thing? All right. Uh, get canceled I, don't, I, don't, I don't mean any of that, sort of. Uh, let's get to our NFL Big Bets brought to you by Sports Select. Sports Select has more sports leagues, and for a limited time, better odds on over-under and point spread. Build your ticket at sportselect.com. Let's see, you did it like midway through. Yeah, I know. I like it. Spread it on. Spread your wings. Spread. What a spread. Before they spread. Spread your legs. Spread your legs. Spread it around. Spread your wings. Spread it back. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Maddie Rose has seemingly an insurmountable lead. Yeah, I'm the best. At a sparkling 54 and 40. Patrick's even Steven. Or as we like to say in the betting world, you're a little juiced out at 47 and 47. And I'm horrendous at 33 and 61. Um, six picks today. What did you go last week? Three we, and three? We did the props for four. and We did the the, the, the halftime cop. Uh, yeah, it's, we did the props last week. Coin toss. Okay. Gatorade. Rihanna's song. Yes, 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 yes. And some length. Yeah. All right. Stuff. Here we go. Uh, we got six props uh, to give you right now. Passing yards total in the game, Maddie. Over Whoa. under 551 and a half passing yards for the entire matchup. Under. Under, under, under. Uh, I think that this is going to be a game where there's a lot of offense, but I don't necessarily know if Jalen Hurts is going to be airing the ball out to get way up to 250. He feels more like a 150, you know, 350 yards of total offense type of day type of thing. Uh, I'm going to say the under on the passing All yards. All right, Patrick. Yeah, and, it's, and, it's it's so tough here. And, and sorry, you have the uh, ability here. Yeah, because the way we do it, that you need to catch Maddie. Need to go eight and two. This, so you should yeah. essentially do a lot of the opposite of what Matt is doing. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to go over here. Actually, uh, <laughs> I'm I think just j- saying. I think Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, AJ Brown get the running backs involved in the game. Throw the defense out the window here. I think we're getting a Super Bowl 52 type thing with Philly and New England. Going to get points. A lot of points. Go right down to the wire here down in Glendale. You're like the Kelsey parents. They're just cheering for the offense. We just want the offense. But I'm with you, Maddie. I think it's going to go under the total. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are going to try to run the football. And I'm going to go under the 551 and a half passing yards. All right. Rushing yards for Isaiah Pacheco. Of the Chiefs over under 49 and a half yards, Matty Rose. If I'm going the under on passing yards, I got to take the over here. I know they like to mix in McKinnon as a little bit of an offset type of guy, but let's face it, Pacheco's basically been the guy for lots of this year, especially in the second half of the season. 49 and a half is uh, a total that I am willing to take. Uh, especially as a Russian prop. So, yep, 49 and a half. I'll take the over. Go under here. Uh, Got to go opposite. Eagles defense is tough. Going to be tough to run on. I hope uh, here Fletcher Cox, all those guys in the middle here. But you know what? Uh, Pacheco had 26 against the Bengals. I think he had like 40-something the week before. He hasn't really broken out. He hasn't had those big runs like for like 18, 20 yards that could get him over that. It's a lot of that 5-6, you know, whatever. But yeah. then they get away from it. I'm going to go under. It was very surprising, the snap share last week. It it went from uh, McKinnon mm-hmm. in, in the previous game the Chiefs had to Pacheco against the Bengals. But they've also activated Clyde Edwards-Elaire mm. off uh, injured reserve. So he's back into the lineup. I'm assuming they activated him to use him 
in this game. It's going to be a three-headed backfield for me. I'm going to take under Isaiah Pacheco, 49 and a half rushing yards. Uh, CJ Gardner, Johnson, uh, over under five and a half tackles and assists, Maddie. Hmm, this one's tough for me. I'm just going to go the under here. I just think five and a half is a pretty significant number. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, take the under on the tackles here. Uh, even with the assists, CJ Gardner-Johnson. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, with the under here. Yeah, I want to go over here. I think he had five tackles against San Francisco plus three assists. The eight. He's on seven, I believe, in the divisional round against the Giants. Uh, he's gonna be uh, he's gonna be on their number one, whoever that be, be it, be it MVS, be it Juju, whoever it is. I think he's gonna go over. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go over too here. Um, obviously, uh, he's safety, and he's gonna be a guy that might be tasked with tackling Travis Kelsey. Yeah, too, and trying to shut yeah. down Travis Kelsey. I'm gonna take over the tackles and assists. We're doing our NFL big bets, brought to you by Sports Select. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. All right, halfway there. Longest reception, Mr. MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, over under 18 and a half yards as his longest reception, Matty Rose. Hmm, I'm going to take the over here. I do feel like uh, with some of the injuries in that secondary, or in that receiver group for the Chiefs, MVS might get a little bit more work. He's usually kind of one of the main guys for them anyways. But 18 and a half on one reception, I'll take the over. MVS is known for the deep ball. That's why he made it. That's how he got the free agent contract in Kansas City. I think Mahomes, we saw it in the championship game. That was his guy. I think Mahomes could, or uh, Valdez Scantley could easily go over the 18 and a half. That's the only one I'm hopefully going to be tied with Matty. Yeah, here. I'm going to I'm gonna take him just based on um, probably the targets he's going to get. Because mm. who the hell else is Patrick Mahomes going to throw the football to? Yeah. There is just a lot of, uh, there just isn't too many options there uh, with the amount of injuries the Chiefs are dealing with at the wide receiver position. What the hell? I'll take over 18 and a half as the longest uh, reception. Miles Sanders, total yards rushing and receiving 67 and a half, Matty. I'm going to get my hammer out and smash the over on this thing. Uh, Miles Sanders can be a very effective part of this RPO offense. And if you're giving me not only the rushing, but both the rushing and passing yards combined, and all he has to get is 68. Yeah, I'm going to take the over on that one. I'm going to go under. Got to escape the opposites going. Maybe maybe he uh, pulls a hamstring in the first quarter and misses the rest of the game. Yeah, I, again, there's there's a lot of options <laughs> in the Philadelphia Like not a serious too. injury, just one that just, keeps him out of the rest of know, the game. You know, tweak. You don't yeah. want to. Yeah. 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 yeah no surgery. Really able to do his offseason, but just can't finish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great. Um, I'm going to take the under for this reason. There's just a lot of options in that Philadelphia backfield. How much of a factor is yeah. Kenneth Gainwell going to be mm-hmm. or Boston, Boston Scott? Scott. Boston Scott. How much are they going to want to uh, run the football with Jalen Hurts? I'm going to take under Miles Sanders. 67 and a half rushing and receiving yards. And finally, the old spread. Right now, the Eagles minus two, the total 51 and a half. Which way are you going on those two things, Matty Rose? You know how I have made a lot of money this year? Betting the under. I'm going to take the over in this game, though, and just go opposite of what has been working for me all season long. I feel like Patty said earlier on, we could get a little bit of... uh, fireworks in this game and at 51 and a half I'll take that I'll take the over uh give me the Eagles uh to cover the two points I know it was one and a half went up to two yesterday uh, I think the Eagles uh, have the, the more solid group they've got probably the best team 53 men through here 
Uh, I, I kind of worry about Jalen Hurts. Can he be that guy that can push it over mm. one more time? Mahomes has been in this spot twice already. And last one, not so great. This one, you know, I just wonder. This is going to be Jalen Hurts' time, I think, though. But Eagles, two. Um, everyone, and again, I don't disagree with the fact that Philadelphia has the better roster. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm worried about is everybody and their grandma are taking the Eagles in this spot. Very public bet. I'm mm-hmm. going to go against the public. I'll take the Chiefs plus the two points here because of what you just said. Mm-hmm. If it comes down to Patrick Mahomes, sign me up for some Patty Mahomes and yeah. Andy Reid. And let's not forget, Andy Reid is spectacular coming off a bye. Mm-hmm. And this is essentially a bye because you get the extra week off. I'll take the Chiefs plus, and I will take the under 51 and a half points. All right. There's the big bets brought to you by our good friends at Sports Select. Sports Select has more sports leagues and for a limited time, better odds on over, under, and point spread. Build your ticket at sportselect.com. All right. It's that time of the week. It's probably my favorite time of the week here. Mm-hmm. On Thursdays, we talk to Frank. We talk to Ross. We mix in some more hockey talk. Sure. Some shenanigans. Uh-huh. But the best radio segment in Canada, like any type of radio, FM, AM, satellite, it doesn't matter. Brody on the Beat is probably the number one segment in Canadian radio. And we didn't have it last week. Nope. Because um, Alex was weaving uh, a web of deceit how we couldn't oh. do Brody on the Beat at the Beer League game. Yep. But that's fine. We didn't have it last week, which which was disappointing. But it is what it is. But this week, um, we you went here. on to the nice. It was It was a nice warm day for you to do it yesterday, too. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of, like, not a lot of yeses, but my ratio of yeses okay. to no's. It, it was, was a sunny, really warm day in downtown Calgary yesterday. It was beautiful. Why don't you tell our listeners what today's topic for Brody on the Beat uh, is before we throw it there? Okay, so we changed it up a little bit. Like, we didn't ask a question, so to speak. We basically tested, I called it the commentator knowledge. I was testing people's you know, like calls of these players' names. But basically, we were just asking the people of Calgary to try and pronounce Three specific players yeah. in the NHL right now. Uh, one was uh, Yessi Pui Arvi um, from the Edmonton Oilers. Pool party. Yeah, a, a name that a lot of people know in this city. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Philip Heedle, uh, the Flames played the Rangers on Monday night. Hell and player. He's a great, he scored again last night. Mm-hmm. He's red hot. But there's no way, I don't know how you get Heedle out of that spelling of that name. Yeah. And then uh, the guy, uh, they refer to him as Wi-Fi. On the Habs, Arbor Jackai. He's got a brother coming, too. Yeah, um, but the problem is, and he worked at Costco like a year and a half ago, which is insane, and got to the NHL. Uh, (laughs) The problem is, our technical director, Alex... um, (laughs) I failed at our own challenge. Yeah. (laughs) So, you forgot what in our challenge? Okay, so, I I was pretty confident on, you know, Pugliarvi and Heedle, but (laughs) for some reason, I was messing up Jackai. I was messing up his last name, and it wasn't even like a slight, like, oh, Jack K or something like that. I just was naming a completely different NHL player. Jack A, like the star of 228 from the 80s? (laughs) Anyway, sorry. But so (laughs) I got this so wrong, and I made sure to put it in the Brody on the beat every time. It's so painful for me to hear, but I was telling people, I was incorrectly correcting people that his last name was (laughs) Zatchin. Or Zajac. Zajac. See, I can't even. That's his Manitoba coming out. Travis Zajac from Winnipeg. Hey, how many times have I told you to maybe give me a call if you have an issue? Well, so I, I was leaving the station and I was like, okay, Puliarvi, Heedle, Zajac. We're good. And I was like, got it. Nailed it. We're, we're chill. And then 
I looked, I started to realize, like, looking at it, because we had uh, intern Noah help me out. And he's holding up this this sign with his name. And I'm reading it. I'm like, wait. Does that Noah can't be who Zajac. he is? Does Noah how to pronounce his name? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, so but, no then why didn't he correct you? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. So oh my I think God. I did five or six before I realized. So I, I made sure just to, to completely get my all embarrassment right. out there. It's in the it's in the package. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's Brody fire it beat, up hosted for by Thursday. The three Stooges. Let's do it. All I need is a Brody on the beat. So we're playing a bit of a game here. Okay. Basically, Noah here has got three active NHL player names, and I just want you to give me your best shot at pronouncing it, all right? Jesse, Jesse Pugliarvi. Jesse Pugliarvi. That's just something, that's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. Jesse Pugliarvi is the last name. Okay, okay. Jesse Pugliarvi. Give me your best shot. So here's the first name. Okay, what do I say about it? No, no, no. Just give me, just pronounce that. All I need is your Jesse Pugliarvi. <laughs> Jesse Puljujavi. Uh, Jesse Puljujavi. Uh, Jesse Puljujavi. <laughs> Jesse Puljujarvi. Puljujarvi. That was that was pretty good. It's Jesse Puljujarvi. So that was pretty good. Yes. Yeah. It's Philippe Cheitel. Philip Kittle. Philip Cheitel. <laughs> That's what it looks like, but it's actually Heedle. Believe it or not, Philip Heedle. Yeah. Philip Cheitel. Philip Chittle. Right idea. It's actually Heedle. The the C is Heedle. Correct. Hey, what nationality is he? Oh, I should know that. Yeah, you yeah. just put me on the spot. Yeah. Philippe Cheetle. <laughs> Philip Cheetle. <laughs> uh, it's actually Philip Heedle, but it is a good guess. Arbor Kajaj. Arbor Zekaj. Pretty close. Arbor Zajak. Oh, yes! yes! Arbor. Arbor is right, and his last name is Zajak, actually. Oh, yeah. Arbor Hencash. <laughs> right idea, but it's Arbor Zajac. It's a Z sound. Okay, that, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, like, okay, I get that. Kind of rigged from the start, eh? Yeah, a little bit. Those are hard, though. Yeah, that's, that's, I, the average person would not be able to get those, I don't think. I can't, I can't get them, so. You learned something today, right? I did learn a lot about yeah. uh, phonetics, yes. Arbor Hakaj. Arbor Jacaj. Not bad, it's Arbor Jacaj. Yeah, oh, that is so painful to hear oh, myself. Yeah, the last okay. one. Um, it's Yessie Puyarvi, it's by Yessie. the way. Yes, yep. sorry. And we did send that to you. And <laughs> wait, he is Czech, Philip Heedle. Yeah. And uh, I just love that you thought it was Zajac. So intern Noah came and helped you and didn't. I don't think intern Noah knew either. I'm guessing. Probably not. Yeah. No, because he would have said, hey, Alex, it's actually Jackye, not Travis Zajac. Uh, <laughs> and like the confidence in my voice, too. Yeah, yeah it's you... actually Zajac. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, glad you came across nobody who knew anything about the NHL. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. the best part. Uh, I, that was well done. And the fact that you were so horribly <laughs> wrong uh, is, is great. And we just got a texter. He said Zajac with such conviction. He did. <laughs> Like, you just really sold something that you were so completely wrong about, yet you just went with it. I appreciate that. Forget Thanks. actually checking it on YouTube yep. or looking it up. You're like, no, nope, it's Zajac. Just a real question. That never occurred to you just to double check? Well, so, I, like, I did. I, <clears throat> I went on YouTube at the station, just double confirmed, and then, then I was, Then you would have got Jack-Eye. Yeah, and I, I guess 
I don't know. At some point, my brain just switched. Yeah, it went to Manitoba was, brain. Yeah, clearly. And <laughs> okay. I was just Team Zajac the whole way. All right. Great job, Alex. Uh, it's always worth a listen. Uh, Brody on the Beat Thursdays here on The Big Show with Russick and Rose. The set, My second most favorite segment of the week mm. outside of Brody and the Beat mm, okay. is uh, The Snow Show Oof. with Matty Rose. Do we got the do we got the funky beats for this, Alex? I thought you'd do the read first, but Oh yeah, I can do the read. All right. It's the snow show. It's brought to you by Ski West with Calgary's largest selection of gear and expert staff. Ski West has you covered to make this an epic season. Visit their Kensington or Airport location today or head to skiwest.ca. And I'm jacked up for the snow report because we actually got some fresh pow to talk about. For instance, how about Sunshine Mountain? Seven inches over the last 24 hours. They got a 52-inch powder base, 113 of 145 trails open, and all 11 lifts, plus a ton of fun events. Saturday is the Let's Get It Ride Day with the Source in the Divide Park. So they're setting up three different lines in a custom-built park. They got free coaching going on from the Source team riders. You do have to register for this one, so head to Sunshine's website. It's also the 2023 Sunshine Invitational Alpine Ski Race as they host U6, U8, and U10 races. One of the most well-attended Nancy Green races in the Alberta Alpine Circuit. And you can also get a discount on Sunday if... You're rocking Chiefs or Eagles gear, Georgie. Oh, wow. If you want to head down to uh, Sunshine, take in the big game. There's a lot of stores in the city that sell Chiefs and Eagles gear. There's a Jersey store that's got them, probably. Okay. Yeah, the Homes and Hurts, probably. <laughs> probably. That's probably it. Sure, you can find a Travis Kelsey or jersey make something somewhere. homemade. Yeah, sure. Yeah. At Nikiska, 29-inch base, 60 of 75 trails are open in four of their six lifts. Up in Jasper at Marmot Basin, they've experienced two inches of fresh snow, adding to their 37-inch powder base. All 91 trails and all seven lifts are open, so plenty of terrain to play in. Norquay had two inches of snow in the last 24 hours, packed powder base almost 60 inches, 55 of 60 trails open. In all six lifts. They also have the Beer League Masters Racing continuing Friday night, which has been a blast lately. They're doing Starlight Dinners at the Cliffhouse Bistro Friday night as well. Then Saturday, it's the Lifts of Love, Norquay's fresh take on speed dating. You can meet someone new on every chair. Grab your details at BanffNorquay.com. Mm, I guess I should learn how to ski. Oh, looking for a little love? Or Patty snowboard. Dumas? Or snowboard. Or you could get like those little trick skis. I forget trick what they're skis. called. Yeah, they had they're like uh, two feet long, so you can do a lot more tricks on them. Oh. Blades, maybe. Ooh. Hmm. Lake Louise has 116 of 164 trails open. All 11 lifts as well. 34 to 42 inches of powder at the base. Castle has had about a half inch of snow. They got 93 of 94 trails open in five of their six lifts. Live music in the T-Bar Friday night. Mark Hall Band is performing. They also got the U14 Provincial Race Series Saturday and Sunday. And a Torchlight Parade Saturday evening. Scavenger Hunt Sunday. Trivia night as well. General knowledge, the theme this week. Right up your alley, George. I have no general knowledge. The snow show is for Ski West with Calgary's largest selection of gear and expert staff. Ski West has you covered to make this an epic season. Visit their Kensington or airport location today or head to skiwest.ca. Great job, uh, Maddie. A busy 8 o'clock hour straight ahead. Your chance to qualify for a $500 gift card from our friends at Charm Diamond Centers and your chance to win four VIP tickets for the Great Outdoors Comedy Festival on Sunday, August 27th. Eric Francis, Ross Tucker, it's all straight ahead. The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.